Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast. And FS Ride Along. That's right, I am doing a cross posting episode. I haven't done something like this, I don't think, ever since I've had two separate feeds. Um, and it's been quite a long time uh, that I've had two separate feeds. Um, and I think uh, separate feeds have been a good idea. Um, but in this case, I think I can kill two podcasts with one stone, or one recording session. So, grab your favorite beverage, and we'll get started. So, um... First of all, um, this is most relevant for those that have been following along, along on the Nick Knack podcast. Um, the Section 8 inspection went well, and that is done now. Which means that I can think again. Uh, and I can specifically think. Um, in this case, I want to uh, specifically think about uh, ways to meet... Um, my need for esteem. Um, and, uh, my mind immediately goes to, I've fought it repeatedly, but my mind immediately goes to, um, my ab geek Um, is there some way that I can gain, um, or th- th- is there some way that I can meet my esteem needs, and some maybe financial needs um, through abgeekiness? Um, so in that in that vein, this episode is called "Cross Posting Abgeeking for Esteem, Maybe Money," uh, and this is FS Right Along Season Seven, Episode Three, as well as the Knickknack Podcast Season Fourteen, Episode Nineteen. Um, So, um, I have struggled a bit in the sim and, um, abgeek world, um, for a while now. Um, and I was considering, about a month ago... Uh, calling it quits in the FS Right Along department. Um, I felt... I felt, and, and to still some extent feel, um, that in the modern simulator environment, I am very old school. I am very not the new generation. Um... You know, which is, makes sense, uh, I believe, uh, from what I recall in reading the Navigraph survey, or at least glancing over it, um, I believe that, um, most simmers were in their teens or early twenties. Um, in fact, I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah, the, the data very much skews to the 20 to 24 age range, according to the Navigraph survey. Uh, links to that in my notes. 
Um, and I am 36 going on 37 in about 8 months here. So, um, I am within the demographic that makes up a whole 7% of the simulator community. Uh, which is better than the, you know, uh, 85 plus demographic. Uh, 85 being 1% of the community and, uh, anything older than that being zero. Um, but, um, I don't know, there's no noticeable trend there. But at any rate, um, I'm definitely not of the new generation. Um, I have been doing this um at varying levels of competency and and knowledge and skill for approximately 20 years um i think that means that my my experience has some value some yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go and expand it to marketable value, but I believe my experience has some value. Uh, I believe that, um, if that experience is channeled in the right way, um, it could, uh, kind of help me meet my needs and meet my goals. Um, what I've done thus far, uh, is kind of, um, tap into the AppGeek podcasting community every now and again, um, which is incidentally, um, Come Fly With Me, um, from Joe Dion, was actually the show that got me listening to podcasts and eventually creating my own podcasts. Uh, these days I mostly listen to Airline Pilot Guy, um, uncontrolled airspace, uh, TBTL, and there's a few others, but, um, yeah, aviation was the reason I got into podcasting, uh, and subsequently, um, internet broadcasting, and then subsequently over-the-air broadcasting, so, um, aviation has been a big thing for me, um, aviation, um, and, and, Rail fanning, ab geeking and rail fanning, um, was a large motivating factor and driving factor in, um, getting my BA in multimedia with an emphasis in game design, uh, way back in 2007. Uh, obviously that didn't, uh, pan out so well, but, um, you know, at least I have the degree sitting on the top shelf collecting dust. Um... So, so, you know, my question is kind of like, okay, what can, what can I do? You know, what, what can I do with this skill set? Uh, and then also this knowledge and passion and experience. Um, so that's, you know, that's the question I'm kind of answering. And it, you know, it's kind of a self-discovery thing that I just happen to be sharing with all of you wonderful people. Um, so, um, Currently, what I'm doing, um, and have been doing this, uh, you know, this kind of next level stepping up my game effort, uh, for, since, um, October, I think was when it launched, um, 
I have a page on my main website, knickknackjack.net, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K.net, uh, and it has a tab there called uh, Flight Sim Services. And the idea is to offer, uh, through remote connection software, um, help, technical support basically, um, with getting flight sim set up. Um, I have, uh, kind of an all-inclusive, uh, $200 option, which is, you know, like, everything, uh, which I call the remote aircraft setup package, um, includes remote setup and installation of the add-on aircraft of your choice. Uh, popular options include the 78, a350, SR22, um, and, you know, obviously there's many, 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 many more. Um, and I am, um, platform agnostic, you know, I know how to install things in, and, and troubleshoot in P3D and X-Plane and, um, you know, kind of still gaining the ropes in Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I, you know, I think I, I could support somebody in that con- context as well. So that's the, you know, that's the big kahuna of, uh, tech, flight sim tech support offerings that I've made. Um, and then, uh, the, another option is, uh, remote aircraft setup package, and that's, uh, 150, um, you know, uh, kind of technical, s- um, excuse me, I read the wrong one, um, so in this case, it's, it's just the airplane, uh, getting the airplane set up and added to the simulator, and then finally, there's kind of an a la carte, um, remote sim support, um, you know, it's kind of like, if you're having problems with your simulator, um, I can offer through the remote connection one-on-one help, um, and that's, that's 50 an hour, so, um, you know, that's kind of been my first tackle with it, um, I have, uh, discovered, increasingly, um, what I describe as small, annoying limitations, largely small, annoying limitations, um, in the simulator environment versus what I know and understand and can learn about the real world environment. Um, and that makes it very difficult along with, along with the legal limitations, you know, not being, uh, certified by the FAA in any capacity and, um, not, uh, yeah, just not having much real world experience be it, uh, aside from three or four flight lessons. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm clearly in the sim domain. Um, you know, I, I, I do believe that depending on the add-on aircraft, um, used, it may be helpful, um, to one degree or another, for a professional pilot to use a simulator. Um, 
I certainly think that on a GA level, um, particularly when you're talking about glass panels in X-Plane, um, I think uh, simulation uh, use uh, combined with an online network like BatSim or uh, IBAO or PauseCon or Pilot Edge or any of the others, um, I do think that that is a very good place to work on IFR skills. So, you know, if you're, if you're looking at getting an instrument rating, if you're wanting to get an instrument rating, um, that's definitely a good resource. Um, but there are a lot of limitations in the fidelity and the layout of the systems that are simulated, um, in, uh, sim aircraft. Um, I thought PMDG was practically perfect in their products and their authenticity representation. Um, I went through the PMDG 777 um, with a professional pilot, uh, airline pilot, a number of years ago. Um, found out that there are some serious limitations, um, mainly in the... Um, the difference between real world ops, um, you know, where you can, where you have fully functional A cars and you can get the flight plan through A cars and, and, uh, CPDLC and all that good stuff, um, which you cannot do in the simulator. Um, and, um, not having the ability to do that in the simulator, uh, limits its potential, uh, significantly in the real world context. Um, the A350 from Flight Factor, um, was hugely disappointing, um, if I'm honest. Um, when, looking at it next to, uh, real-world material, if that makes sense. Um, it's just, you know, the, the easiest way to fly that airplane is to, um, futz with the EFB-like thing, whose technical name I've forgotten, um, long enough to get your, your payload and fuel right, and then hope that you get the brakes off and all that stuff, um, struggle with the upgrading the nav data, um, very glad that they have SIPs and STARS now, but it's not straightforward to update the, uh, Navigraph data on that, um, and, and on top of that, um, you know, there's some noticeable discrepancies in the layout of the flight deck, in the functionality of the flight deck. Uh, there are many, 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 many discrepancies. Not the least of which is, um, you know, I never really thought about it, but uh, you can't fly from the first officer's side in the Flight Factor A350. So, you know, um, limitations like that uh, are hugely problematic. Um when it comes to trying to engage the real-world aviation community in the simulation community in any meaningful way. And I think that applies to the general avgeek community as well. So um, that is a challenge to contend with. 
Um, and I'm, I'm just trying to sort it through and work out, okay, how can I, how can I apply app geekiness, um, in a useful, good way? Um, I will also say that, um, while I have, uh, 14 years of, um, uh, broadcasting experience across many mediums, um, I have some significant weaknesses in public relations. Uh, I have some significant challenges in interpersonal relationships, just in general. Um, and that has kind of dogged me in my attempts to um, get a career going throughout the years. Uh, so that's a major issue. Um... So all that said, um, I'm still kind of trying to spin my wheels and try and figure something out. Um, I'd like to be use, able to use the skill set and passion I have. Um, though I know, I know, I know, I know that, um, you know, we don't live in a pre-2008 world. Um, we live in a 2021 world, so we live in a post-2020 world, um, which is, you know, vastly different than it was when I was growing up or when I was going to college. Um, so, you know, the the expectations of what can realistically be achieved are different than once they won- what they once were. Um, and in that context, trying to do what you love and hoping to... Um, get any sort of comp- financial compensation for your efforts um, is a tall order. Um, but I can't, I can't think of any of, of other places where I can apply myself. Um, I'm just, this is a really frustrating process because I'm just stuck. Um, on the flight sim front, um, two other things I want to mention real quickly. Um, I have gotten back into my bad habits of P3D, V4, and airliners. Um, I'm going to try and break the bad habit, uh, soon. Um, I have been futzing with my control layout, um... If I can get the furniture arrangement right, um, I would like to combine all my hardware into one, um, such that I can use the joystick for the tiller, the yoke for um, yoke functionality or side stick functionality, depending on the airplane, or side yoke if it's a Cirrus. Um, and then, uh, obviously, uh, I did get rudder pedals, so obviously rudder pedals for rudder pedals. Um, and I did get, um, a switch panel, um, the Satec switch panel. Uh, the rudder pedals are Satec, or Longitech technically now, um, and the switch panel is Satec. Um, so I'm trying to arrange my hardware and the furniture on which that hardware is placed. Um, need to think about that. Um, also need to think about budgeting. Um, also, and back in this mindset of how can I make flight sim better, um, I think moving in the direction of X-Plane 
uh, for the time being, while still using P3D, for the time being, is the answer for me. Um, I like, and let me, let me give you the best reason for that. The best reason for that is that I like pressing buttons. I like systems modeling. I like highly detailed avionics. I like study level stuff. Um, and so far as I can tell, um, there aren't many, it's not that there are none, but there aren't many study level or quasi-study level aircraft for Flight Sim 2020 yet, um, and the ones that, that are there, um, uh, don't have much appeal to me at this point. Um, that will change, um, once, um, you know, once the SDK, uh, has gotten to the point to where Quality Wings and PMDG, etc. can release products for that. That, that will change things. Um, that'll be, my experience We will be extremely curtailed by the continuous hardware shortage and stuff like that, but, um, you know, for now, um... My general plan is GA, X-Plane, maybe a little bit of airliners in X-Plane, but I'm running against um, uh, hard drive, well, technically solid-state drive, uh, space limitations at this point on both my X-Plane drive and my P3D drive. Um, one of the side effects of having something like 30 airplanes across both sims and pretty close to 100 airports across both sims, plus many utilities to supplement that. So, anyway, um, I've, I've been looking at Air Hauler 2, um, I'm still, um, using Valenta, um, I have requested my data from Project Fly, um, and the reason I think I'm ultimately going to shift away from Project Fly, or actually I have in the last, because the last time I used Project Fly was December 8th of last year, so. Um, the reason for that is really kind of unfortunate, very unfortunate, um, because um, Matt Davies caught COVID, um, I feel that, um, you know, he... His, his concerns and his priorities aren't going to be Flight Sim right now, and they shouldn't be Flight Sim right now. Um, and so in light of that, um, I think one can reasonably think, um, you know, hypothesize that um, the rest of Matter Simulations is going to have a more difficult time functioning um, as a result of that, um, so therefore, it makes sense to change my, um, uh, flight tracking software. Um, currently using PackX, uh, I, I have, still have a registered copy of, of FS Captain, uh, I thought about, I installed it, haven't really done much with it, um, but I'm looking for... Uh, I really enjoyed PackX. Um, it's a great, great expansion that I use every flight as well, uh, except for cargo flights. But um, 
it uh, it doesn't la- offer the financial component, um, and that's where I think you know air hauler could come in. Um, I'm leaning leaning towards air hauler above everything else I've seen. That you know, it's a granted you have to buy it for both Sims, and that sucks. But um, actually, probably all three Sims eventually. Um, but you know, it's a one-time shot, fifty dollars, and you're done. Um, which seems reasonable. So, I'm leaning towards Air Hauler, uh, for that component. Um, and, um, I'm just doing the best I can to try and keep it interesting while I, you know, in the background as I'm flying, as I'm doing my thing, uh, trying to work on a Steam stuff, trying to work on ways to apply my ab geekiness or transit advocacy and transit geekiness in helpful ways. Um, so, if you have kind, uh, constructive thoughts on this, um, send me an email, n-i-c-n-i-c-j-a-k at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to work with me, uh, in, or, or you would like me to work for you in any capacity, let me know, uh, same email address, and, um, you know, I'm going to uh, keep plugging along with both podcasts. Um, we'll see, um, if particularly on the FS right alongside, um, how the numbers do. Um, I'm looking forward to trying to do the virtual Fight SimCon this year. Um, saw Sun and Fun was going on this year. Um, uh, geographically, that's not going to happen. Um, but also... Um, I question the wisdom of that given, given the pandemic. But at any rate, uh, I'm running long here, so thank you so much for listening. Um, Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings, go check, check out a GA plane, try to fly airliners less. Bye. So catch me if you can. I'm running hard. My hat pulled down with a bottle in my bag I'm on the boat against the rail With the wind against my back I'm on the road, the open road With my thumb out stretched from my hand So catch me if you can So catch me if you can